You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Buckle up, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car question for Dave or Alan? Call now, 416-360-0740. Or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Okay, Al, guess what time it is? It's time to get going. Yeehaw! Hey, hello everybody and welcome. It's Dave's Corner Garage. Coming to you loud and somewhat clear and somewhat understandable. We've got a great contest going on, by the way. <laughs> Facebook.com forward slash Dave's Corner Garage. Somewhat understandable. Somewhat Did you hear? The studio audience is laughing. Did you hear? Yeah. It's like, back from Scotland, Jimmy. My <laughs> wife always said, what did you say? <laughs> Dave uh, Tate is with us this morning. He's from Elegant Motors. He's a specialist in refinishing, polishing, and protecting your paint. So we're going to have a conversation with him this morning. It's called, what is it, Dave? It's called Elegant Motors? Elegant Motoring. Elegant Motoring. Uh, I know they're up on the Queensway across from the food terminal. You got it right where the Ferraris are. Oh, yeah, I know. Is that your place with the Ferraris? <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't sell them. I, I just service them in the back. I was going to ask you about that. <laughs> we could have, I, I thought it was about being elegant when you're driving the car. We could have had Marilyn in, you know, and then dressed, the, uh, dressed there us all go. up. There's no, what's called synergy. Uh, That's a synergy. Dave McLean. Did I say it right, audience? Yeah, I'll tell you, you're just getting too good. Too I'm smooth. Getting too good. The auto show is going to be on. Uh, we are less than 100 days from the auto show. We're going to be talking about stuff from the Army. They're going to bring out all our Jeeps. And tanks. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that's going to be one of their specialties, plus, of course, the specialty cars mm -hmm. uh, and all the other stuff he does. And Jason Dale, uh, the name should become familiar pretty soon. He's the Automotive Business School up in Barrie, uh, Georgian College. And David's going to talk about the programs that they have and the entries of... Um, Quite a few people have already started to enter into this automotive program where you actually get a diploma. You can put letters behind your name, like, not in. Well, exactly. We're going to be talking about, you know, why, if, if, if you're not sure what you should be doing, automotive business is a good, uh, good well, area to know, get into. Well, you know, the truth is, in all my years, I've never been a day without work. <laughs> Every day, we know there was always a work there. And uh, trades need people to be in the trades. Exactly. We're yeah. all hurting. We need uh, blue-collar workers. And if you're uh, watching us right now on, on Facebook, which is daveskornergarage.com forward slash, what is it? <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> Facebook.com forward slash daveskornergarage. There yes, we have it. Yes, yes. So you can go online right now, catch all the boys who are neatly shaved. Uh, Dave, uh, no, no, I have to grow a little. I, bit, I yeah. grow that a bit. I did but, clean uh, up this morning. Did you notice? Uh, barely. Okay. Uh, is that uh, <laughs> I barely noticed? Is that uh, David Tate from Elegant Motoring is going to do a demonstration on something called Cool Tint, and we're going to have that live on the screen. So give us, you know, take a look at it when it's going to be coming up. And if you're a little shy, I don't want to call in, and you can write in some of your questions to uh, to Facebook. But yeah, we'll take, we'll take your calls. Alrighty, we're going to be right back, Alan. Check us out, Al. <laughs> if you've got an automotive question that you know, pertaining to our subject today or anything else for all that matters, give us a call right now. We've got a million years of automotive experience under our belts, and we're going to get to those calls and our guests right after these breaks. Love it. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage, and we have David Tate in from Elegant Motoring. What's your website, Dave? 
uh, elegantmotoring.ca. Okay. That's so if you so want to see some cool sites, uh, there's some great product on there, and we'll leave the rest over to uh, the other Dave. You know, I was always taught that a clean car runs better and stays alive longer. True? 100%. So, you know, wash your car every month, wash your car every week, every day? When it gets dirty. When it gets dirty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of the car washes use recycled water. Absolutely. They can damage those touchless car washes, as an example, can damage your paint just as much as the uh, as a soft cloth car wash. Oh, really? So it's yeah. not so it's just kind of a fallacy that because it's not actually touching, it's not damaging. But in fact, you're saying it is a little bit of both. So, OK, uh, as an example, because they're using recycled water, yeah, right. a lot of times it's not filters, it's just like cascade filters. So okay. heavy sediment goes to the bottom, the uh, finer particularly goes to the, to the next one mm-hmm. and then gets blasted onto your car. Well, you know, Crown is one of our, our sponsors normally, and we're always talking about rust protection and protecting the bottom side of the car. Yes. <laughs> but you have a product that protects from the top. Absolutely, several products. Mm-hmm. Um, one of those products protects against the impact. Um, from impact, uh, you mean the shopping cart hits you, or exactly, really, exactly, depending on how hard. Everything has its limits. Oh. <laughs> uh, my jaw, depending on how hard you hit it, might break. Um, the uh, yeah, depending depending on stones hitting them, um, abrasion, so on. We had one customer rubbed it against a uh, a wall, rubbed his bump, front bumper oh, against yeah, a wall, yeah, yeah. Um, just peeled off the film. Paint was fine. Put new film on. Away he goes. So this film that you're putting on is like a layer of plastic. Can I hear literally think of it like a giant invisible sticker? Wow, okay, all yeah. right. Yeah. And there's some pretty cool properties with the film, too. If you get, uh, uh, you know, light scratches and abrasion from washing your car too much, yes. um, literally the heat from the sun will actually melt them away. So the film is actually clear, so you're, you know, you're, you're essentially looking at the same car, the same paint kind of thing? Exactly. You wouldn't be able to tell the difference between the portions that are covered in film okay. and the portions that aren't. Now, when you're buying this, I can buy from you or I can buy from the dealer? Do you have a like, dealer network? That that'll you know, install this or absolutely or a lot of times um, a lot of times it's actually a boutique shop like myself in most cases it, it is actually um, doing the install or on the behalf dealer. of the dealers yeah. right because it's specialized exactly right yeah they used to have a thing which I think 3M brought it out it was just like a, a clear bra it, it just doesn't just the nose yeah so 3M was first to market it was a great product. Um, but since then, now I think at SEMA that just ended, mm. uh, there was something like 20 new companies uh, producing the uh, the film and offering it. More or less, they're big marketing companies. So your client would be a high-end car, uh, the Ferraris? The- Actually, our clients are typically anybody who has pride of ownership. Wow. Uh, so if you want to drive a beautiful car or you buy a new car, no matter what the value is, that might determine you know how much of the car you protect. Um, but uh, at the end of the day, it's how nice you want it to look while you own it. Fascinating, because, you know, the other side of that coin is uh, the millennials will say, uh, it's just transportation, I don't really care. Yes, uh, but those same millennials are the type of people that are leasing cars nowadays as opposed to buying them. Right. And when you turn that car back at the end of the lease, you are responsible for that. Absolutely, and so you don't want to get big, big, big charges when you go. Well, exactly, to because you know the new paint nowadays is so expensive. I mean, you know, just to paint a hood or a fender, you're looking between five hundred and a thousand dollars. Exactly, know, it takes and it doesn't even have the uh, the same quality as it did back in the day. Today's paints are thinner, uh-huh. um, water based, uh, and softer because they're water based. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Can you give right. us a ballpark idea, though? Okay, let's say I have a Honda CRV. I bought a brand new one. Mm-hmm. What's when the- would you buy a new car? Well, this is, what, hypo- you, his hypothetical. this is a hypothetical question. Sam, <laughs> I was about to ask for your credit card. <laughs> we don't so, buy new cars. So, <laughs> so you're going to give me the clear wrap for the protection. Is, is there one price or is there different layers of protection, so to speak? 
Yeah, it's a, there is definitely different layers, and it, and it depends on the customer's concern, right? Some people, you know, they literally drive a kilometer and a half to work, like me, right? Um, and uh, and they're not on the highway; they're not going to get a lot of stone chips. Mm-hmm. Um, in the, in those cases, customers don't care about uh, you know covering the full front of the car in, in clear bra film. Oh, okay, um, so the option is how much of the car you want to paint? Exactly. Cover? The yeah. more that's getting covered, the more expensive it's going to be. But there are certain areas that you would uh, typically want to pay attention to. So a lot of people think of it just as uh, stone guard. Uh, as a, sorry, a lot of people think of it just as stone guard as a as an example, mm-hmm. and just put it on the front of the car. But we do a lot of times uh, luggage strips because when you're loading your golf clubs, oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Stuff like up the, the bumper, guys. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. exactly. Uh, I could uh, use, do, I could use that. Could help my game too. <laughs> we do uh, scuff plates. Um, a lot of people are lazy and don't lift up their feet, especially when we have all the inclement weather in the winter. Yes, um, yes. They scuff all the the insides of the doors. And now what's becoming popular, seeing a lot of, on a lot of the um, new cars, you're seeing this. Uh, uh, gloss black piano finishes and these beautiful finishes on their wood interior and trim. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're actually applying that film now on the inside of the car because uh, when you throw your cell phone, you don't want to damage it. Now, is there a timeline? How, how long does this take to put on? Uh, depending on how much coverage you're, you're putting on, usually a day. So in the morning, yeah. out at night, or in the morning and pick up next morning? Uh, no, in the morning, out at night, Yeah, depending. Yeah. Some, car, some customers come in, they want their full car covered, then it's going to take a couple days. Interesting. And cost-wise, we're not going to talk about that because of all the different products that you carry. So. Exactly. It, it totally depends on what the customer is asking. Yeah. Is, yeah, is there to... numbers on the website, though? Uh, there is general numbers on okay. the website, yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right, good. And hey. the website is? Elegantmotoring.ca. There you go. And if you're going to get ready for all the new little toys that are coming out for 2020, coming up next, we're going to have a preview of that with Dave McLean from the Canadian International Auto Show, which kicks off in February. He's standing by, and he'll be coming up next along with David Tate for the entire hour, and Dave Redinger, and Alan Gelman, who does have cash in his pocket. Ooh, this you is... got money out. <laughs> but I really wanted to say film at 1020. Okay. We'll be back in a second. Stay with us. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage, and don't forget, we got a huge contest on for this month. Huge! So you can go to davescornergarage.com. God bless you. Hope you didn't hurt yourself there. And uh, enter online to win a full set of tires from Salem, crown uh, application, and a car generator, the dry rendition. So, that's open all month. Get on it before we all get filled up. And, of course, you can enter on Facebook, and you can enter on email. If you go to our website, there is a, a blog there for us to uh, sign up on email. So you need, you need a computer, eh? You need a computer, oh, eh, brother? have bud? a computer? You got cash. By the way, uh, East Court Ford has got Black Friday, but today's Saturday. They got a car here, a brand-new uh, Ford Escape for 25000 bucks. That's cheap. I, have, would, I would even cover that with a with a. <laughs> do you have cash? Uh, not lately. No. Okay, buy one for L. You okay. Know. Dave <laughs> McLean is with us on the phone, and uh, he's with, of course, the Toronto International, sorry, the Canadian International Auto Show. Started in 1984, David. I'm telling you, it's uh, it's it's funny how it just seems to sneak up on us every year. But, Unbelievable, uh, what's yeah. What's happening this year? We're excited for the 2020 event. So we're talking because you're starting to do ticket sales already. Yeah, we launched our ticket sales a week ago Friday, and, uh, you know, it's a... It's, uh, Things tend to build in terms of momentum, but uh, it's been very encouraging the first week to see that we're probably up close to 20% over last year in the early stages of ticket sales. That's amazing. You know, auto shows are having a little trouble in, in other cities, but I think because we're in February when we do it, it's cold outside, it's a great place to walk, and uh, you're on for what, I think 14 days? Well, 10 days, I mean, but when you take in media day and some of the other activities, yeah. are probably closer to a 12-day event. 
But you're right, Dave. Uh, you know that, that auto shows around the world, uh, you know, in, in certain markets anyway, tend to be struggling. But we've never been stronger, and it's uh, it's unfortunate that we run into a little resistance, and everybody's, you know, you know to use the expression, tarred with the same brush here. Because, yeah. Um, the, the the show that we put on is completely unique and different from any other auto show in North America. You know, whether you take a look at New York or you know Detroit's trying to reinvent themselves. Um, certainly, uh, you know, Chicago goes head to head with Toronto, so we don't see that much of them, but. You know, we, we put together what we call the total automotive experience, and it's a presentation of the auto industry and all of its diversity. So it's it's something that it's not replicated in other markets yet. We're still ha- held to the uh, you know to these to the highest standards in terms of what the manufacturers expect. Well, and how could you get bored? I mean, it's so it's changing. It's it's you know it's it's dynamic. It really is. Yeah, I mean, you you guys have you know been big supporters of the show for years, and you know that beyond the new cars and late trucks that are presented from the Canadian marketplace, there's the exotic cars, auto exotic. Right. We look to bring cars from around the world. We've got different features and promotions. Of course, Cobble Beach and the Classics Collection this year. They're really putting together a, a spectacular presentation. So there's there's really uh, you know something for everybody that you know touching the auto industry in so many ways. Well, you've got the army coming in this year with tanks and yeah, uh, that's great. I mean, you know what? It, what expecting it, snow it, or what? Well, yeah. <laughs> right now I'm up north and there is a ton of snow, and uh, you know I'm working away this morning. But the the military is a, a really popular uh, patron feature at the auto show. I mean, and this year we've got the theme being the defenders, but we've got some new display elements from the military. We've got the main battle tank. We've got uh, Certainly, the uh, one of the favorites, the armored personnel carrier, uh, and of course uh, the um, what they call the the, um, the all-purpose uh, land vehicle, the armored vehicles for general purpose, the AVGP, is coming in. So uh, they they really enjoy working with us, and we love to have them because it's it's just so popular with not only kids but uh, adults alike. They're going to they, wreck the carpets, though. You know, <laughs> seriously. Yeah, David, you better take some insurance out on that. So, Dave, you know, we're selling tickets. Uh, so, we were we're selling tickets online right now. Uh, they're vastly discounted. So if I have a group of kids that I'm going to bring or a school, this is really the way to buy this, isn't it? Yeah, there's we we've got everything available from early bird tickets right through to you know when the uh, when that program runs out, there's a save six dollars after six p.m. for every night during the auto show. We've got group sales, we got manufacturer discounted tickets, dealer discounted tickets. But certainly there is a way for everybody to get into the auto show that meets uh, you know their their call it their economic uh, you know. Spending capabilities. Well, there's so much to see. You know, I mean, it's not a case of you, unless you're buying a car, you don't need to go because there is so much happening right now. Well, yeah, and that's that's actually really ranks high in the surveys that we do with patrons is is just the sheer uh, entertainment value. I mean, everybody has such high expectations of the auto industry in terms of where it's leading us. It's so technology driven, mm-hmm. and it gives them some insight into not just technology within the car, but how that touches their everyday lives. You know what I like is uh, every four years I have to buy the wife a new car. Sorry, Steve, the wife. Uh, <laughs> I bring her down there for a fitting. So she goes down, she tries all these different cars, and then we pick the one that we want to buy. So that's also a good spot. You know, like everything well, is there. Well, you get to see every manufacturer. You know, it's not yeah. like you've got to drive around town. You get to see everything under one roof. February the 14th. That's what manufacturers have to realize, too, is the conversion, the conversion value of the auto show. I mean, mm-hmm. people tend to look at two or three different models, and the ability to uh, to convert them to their brand down at the auto show is second to none. They don't have an opportunity like that over the year. No, no. You know, run from dealer to dealer. Here it's all there. February the 14th is the magic day uh, to the February, 23rd. Yeah, February 14th to 23rd this year. It'll be Friday to the following Sunday. And if there's a snowstorm, don't worry. They'll have the military there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're going to be down there, by the way, with our town hall. 
Uh, we do it on Family Day, and uh, our associates are down there with us. So if you want to talk to them personally, and we actually record that stuff and put it on air. Dave, good luck. Forward to having you. Thank you, David. All right, gentlemen. We'll talk soon. All righty. We're going to take your calls. We've got a couple people lined up on the phones. We'll take your calls shortly. And stay with us. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. And for those who have just been writing in, to get your tickets online, you can go to the autoshow.ca and get them now before they're gone and the prices go back up. In studio with us is David Tate from elegantmotoring.ca. We'll get to some of his special products that you'll be able to see online. Mm-hmm. But first, let's go to the phones, Dave. All righty, Alan. Yeah, we're going to open up the bay doors and uh, Dolores is uh, the first car in. Well, if it ran and, and she could move the shifter, she'd be in. Dolores, what's going on with that car of yours? I don't know. It's a beautiful Buick, old old Buick Regal. Excuse me. Uh-huh. But the CAA had to bring me home the, uh, last night because um, I dropped a, or I slid a box of heavy things over off the passenger seat, and it uh, landed on the gear shift. And now it's not making any uh, contact between the uh, keys and the uh, and the gear shift. Nothing is moving oh. on it. How old is this car? What type of car is it's it? It's a beautiful 2001 uh, Buick Regal with a floor shifter. Floor shifter. Mm-hmm. Like it's on the it's on the floor. The, the gear or is on the steering column. No, no, it's on it's uh, it's on the on the floor. All right. So when you put the key in the ignition and and you start the car up, um, are you not able to move the shifter at that point? Well, you can't move. You can't turn the key, and you can't uh, and you can't uh, move the the gear shift any place. Nothing is completely completely dead. All right, Dave's uh, smiling. I'm, he I'm, thinks I'm he has thinking, an answer. I'm thinking that you've disconnected the cable somehow. That, that runs between the shifter and the transmission. Well, so, this happened once before when I dropped another, slid another box fell off when I was moving. No, Lord, you got to stop doing that. Well, you got to hire people. <laughs> I know, that bad habits. My car is always loaded. But, you know, I, this was at um, Thanksgiving, and uh, when this happened, when I was getting some gas, the next thing I know, I went to pull away and uh, completely did. So I left it for about a half an hour and just fiddled with it between the key and the floor shift, and all of a sudden uh, it started and it got me back home from Ancaster. So what's the remedy, Dave? Tow truck. <laughs> oh, well, uh, that's, I have to call them back now this afternoon because it's in the park. It's in the uh, the big mall. Hey, Dave Tate's got an idea. Dolores, have you tried? Uh, so you can't turn the key at all. The key won't move. No, nothing. No. So sometimes it could just be your uh, your steering lock. The interlock. Yeah, you might want to try pulling the steering wheel left and right and turning the key at the same time. It might oh. fidget loose the uh, the key and allow you to turn it. Well, I'll give it a try because the CAA, you have to get them uh, to move it this afternoon. So yeah. I thought you might have some suggestion. Uh, well, that was a good one. A good one. Yeah. Okay, well, that's fantastic. All right, just remember, you got to try to do both at the same time. All righty? Same time. As you're moving the steering wheel, try to turn the ignition easily and... Maybe it'll break loose. Thanks for your call, Dolores. Let us know what happens, okay? Thank you. Okay, Bye-bye. good luck with that. That was a good one, Dave. Thank Dave. you. Uh, yeah, that was a good 2D, answer. We're actually 2D right now. <laughs> 2D. 2D. <laughs> uh, we've got a call in from Art from uh, North York with a Nissan pickup. Yeah. I went to start the uh, my uh, truck the other day. Nothing. The battery's two years old. Yep. And they tell me it could be the starter motor or the alternator. Now, how can I, I don't want to get an uh, alternator that turns out to be this starter motor. How can, can they tell which, what's wrong sure. with it? Yeah, sure. What you need to have done is you need to have it inspe- checked first. You know, you need to have what they call an AVR test, which measures 
the alternator output. It checks for a parasitic draw. It checks to consider the, the condition of the battery. Uh, can we just back up here? When is the last time you drove the vehicle? Uh, about a week ago. So mm. it's been sitting for a week? Yeah. Okay, and uh, you didn't by accident have the glove box open and the light on or something like that? No. All right, did anybody try to boost you? Uh, Excuse me? Yeah, the uh, <laughs> the, uh, the battery, of course, is uh, you, when you turn the ignition on, you just get a click noise. Yeah. Okay, well, it sounds like the battery's flat, and I the first thing I would do is have uh, CA or someone else cut it try to boost the battery with, with a pair of jumper cables and see if they can get you going. Yeah. All right, and then if they can get the car going at that point uh, and, and it keeps running, then number one, your alternator is probably okay. Um, so at that point, I would look at the parasitic draw on the battery because normally batteries are good for three or four years just on condition alone. Um, after two years, I wouldn't have expected it to fail so quick. How long has this been sitting before it went dead? Two weeks, you said? No, I... I, I... I'd go out every two or three days and start it up to charge. Yeah. Battery charge. Question, Art, though, when you do start it like that, do you let it run for any length of time or do you just start it and shut it off? No, I just let it run for maybe half an hour. Oh, okay. Well, that's okay. not too bad. You know, you may have what Alan calls is a parasitic jaw. Par- parasitic. Parasitic, yeah. Draw because um, if one of the diodes goes in the alternator, it will continue to, to, to electrify the alternator and that'll kill your battery. So once you get it going and if they say the battery is okay, Put your hand on the alternator after it's been shut down for about an hour. If you feel that the alternator is warm, you have a problem, and it is the alternator. That's more of a backyard solution, but it does. So if the bat, if the alternator is warm, it's, it's the alternator. Yes, the alternator is not shutting off. So it's more or less to be the alternator than the... can be, but you'll have to get the thing. Have ready someone first. check it properly; otherwise, yeah. you're just spending money. You're throwing money at it. Yeah. Already. AVR test. AVR. That's it. Yep. Thanks, Art. Well, have a great I weekend. Take the battery out. Not necessarily, no. No, no, no. No, no, do it, boost it, get it running. And get, get it, it down to the up. shop and they can check it out they for you. They can check for you. Okay, good enough. Thank you so much. All right, we're going to do something really interesting here. Dave Tate has got a window tint that actually is like sunglasses. It gets darker as you... Uh, as you're in the sun? Yeah. Let's watch this. This is going to be interesting. So he's got a um, a board with a with a die on I guess you call that a... a the cutout. A cutout. Yeah, so underneath that, you can see that the tint is clear. Yeah. And what we're going to use here is a uh, UV light, UV flashlight. Supply it over top. And you'll actually see that the tint will change literally that fast. It will darken up. Well, yeah. Oh. It's like magic, eh? You can put that on glasses, you know? <laughs> well, no, the big advantage, of course, is that, you know, if you put a dark tint on a, on a car window, yep. it, it, it limits to what you can see at night, right, Dave? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. It makes it difficult, especially in inclement weather, uh-huh. uh, especially in inclement weather, uh, backing up, doing parallel parking, making a right turn when you're in a pedestrian uh, zone and so on. So at uh, night, is it, it's almost clear. Yeah, at night, depending on the film that you choose, right. it'll be almost clear, and then right. during the day, it'll go much darker. Uh, to block the glare. It's also a ceramic uh, tint uh, with mm-hmm. a sputtered German uh, coating on it, um, which blocks heat and UV and so on and so on, so you don't get the skin cancer. I used to have that on our pickup trucks, so we you know, pick up cars at night, like repo them, uh-huh. and stuff like that, and you couldn't see the street address because it was so dark. So this here, this lightens up right away. You can see all the addresses and exactly. pedestrians that are hiding in your windshield. With the... it's, it's fascinating. Expensive? It can be. 
<laughs> have you got cash? It's worth it. It's worth it, though. It's called added value. Right. Well, the law is, I think, the front windows have to be a lighter tint, then it gets darker. The front can't have any, actually. So the front side windows don't have any? It's it's the two the the passen- the two front windows being the driver's side and the passenger side. Yeah. Um, no, they they I'm can't. Not supposed to have any uh, vision. No, no, you can't have them on the side a little bit. Okay. But the front can't have any. Yeah, legally on the because they want to be able to see who's any. driving the car. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, so in other words, you could put this on your side windows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a, a darker one for the next side window, or you can for the back. We. Um, we try to go with the same all the way around, just yeah. from an aesthetic standpoint. Somebody just written in, David. They saw the uh, the demo on on Facebook, mm-hmm. and they were just saying that um, you know when it comes to dusk, and it gets really tough to see. Have you got any kind of solution you can put on windows that would yeah. help with that? Yeah, absolutely. That that same tint. It'll when the UV is strong at dusk when it's coming right at you. Yeah that UV is going to actually change the carbons in the film and darken it right up so it'll block that sun or cut that glare. You know, especially if you're driving, if you're driving in Toronto and you're heading towards Mississauga in the, in the afternoon now with the time change, it's blinding with that sun. Yes, it is. So that stuff would be, it's like lamp black for your car. Yeah. Fascinating Give stuff. me the ball, coach. How long does that take to install? Uh, a couple hours, three, four hours. So is it coming? I can sit down and wait sit in the Ferrari? Absolutely. I got great coffee. Oh, he's <laughs> How many times has he mentioned the Ferrari now, Al? I like Ferrari. <laughs> he has one. Give him some cash. He needs some paint I protection sat put on it. For two years, it's up on the shelf. <laughs> Alrighty, we're going to be back, and we're going to be talking with Jason Dale. He's with the Automotive Business School, and uh, with some interesting stuff there. So uh, I'll take us out. <laughs> this is Dave's Corner Garage. <laughs> we're leaving. Out. Be back shortly. Take us out, Al. Take us out. This is Dave's Corner Garage. And don't forget, if you uh, miss the show, you can always uh, catch it on uh, iTunes on our podcast. And that's you can get it easy as uh, to davescornergarage.com. Dave, over to you. All righty. Jason Dale is with the Automotive Business School. And this is really a unique program. They're offering a t- diplomas for two years and degrees, which really twists my crank. Four years program. Dave, oh, sorry, Dave. too many Daves around here. Jason, good morning. Good morning, Dave. Thanks for having me on the show. Uh, great. So we're up in Barrie, Georgian College. Uh, we are. We, uh, we're in Barrie, Ontario, Georgian College, uh, the Automotive Business School of Canada. And then how long have we been open? We've been open since 1985. This will be our 35th year. Isn't that amazing? Absolutely amazing. So you have an honors bachelor business administration degree. We sure do. We have uh, two undergrad programs. So we have a, uh, a two-year diploma and we have a four-year honors bachelor degree uh, in automotive business, setting the students up for, uh, for upper management and executive positions within the auto industry. Right. So this is not a mechanical course. This is actually running a dealership. Course. Correct. This is uh, this is actually for all uh, aspects of the auto industry: retail, corporate, aftermarket, finance, etc. Now the program is four years, so it's a real college program. Uh, I guess some of the students would be on campus living there. Yeah, we have uh, we have full um, uh, full um, residence for the students uh, on ca- on site. Uh, they have a full gym. They have a full library. Uh, well, we're exactly we're attached right to Georgian College, so they have all the amenities of Georgian. So, and the other thing was that you're actually associated with the people in the industry, like Honda, Mazda, uh, the Canadian Vehicle Manufacturers Association. Tell us about those connections. Absolutely, we have uh, we have a full uh, our own board of directors that's comprised of uh, the Canadian Auto Dealers Association. We have the Global Automakers of Canada. We have the um, Manufacturers Association of Canada, uh, and we have dealers and. Um, 
uh, provincial dealers associations all across Canada, Dave. Interesting. Scholarships and awards? Uh, we have lots of scholarships and awards for students, starting from entrance scholarships all the way out to uh, scholarships from across Canada, uh, totaling over $150,000. Now, all the manufacturers, do they all have specific ways that they want you to train, or is it more you know, generic? We actually have a, um, we have a curriculum advisory committee comprised of uh, industry people from all the different areas. So we have, uh, we have dealerships, we have manufacturers, and we have the aftermarket industry that all come together. And we, we meet three times a year and we talk about our curriculum and what's happening and what's new in the industry. So uh, graduates can actually get involved on the manufacturing level? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, great. So they come to the school to uh, interview and, 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 and sort of say, you know, you, know, you would really be great in sales or you'd be actually perfect in this. Is, is, is that the way it works? Yeah, Dave, we actually have uh, we have an open house coming up November 16th and another one on February 8th. So students can come and, uh, and walk through the campus and meet our faculty and our support teams and myself as well. I'll be there and we can talk about your future in the automotive industry. Any age restrictions or educational restrictions? No, no age restrictions. Um, there is educational restrictions as any uh, college program would have, but yeah. we'll, uh, we'll walk you through all that. You know, I, I always thought, like, you know, the trades, everybody always looks down on the trades, but the reality is we're really short on people that with, with good hands. Uh, we're short on, uh, definitely short on the trade side and uh, the technical side, uh, but also short on, um, on our students for the business industry as well. I found it to be fascinating because in all my years, I've never been had a day off. It's like yeah. every day, <laughs> you know, Absolutely. versus, go ahead, sir. I was going to say six days a week, uh, over 60 hours. Yeah, it's like you never, it's, it's the one industry, I think, where you never really uh, have enough work that you can't do. There's always yeah. something up there. And if you're look. looking for a career change move, I mean, if you're whatever yeah. age, I mean, you can just tap into this thing and you got a, you got a new career going on. Absolutely. Our average age actually is over um, most college average age. We're, uh, we're over 19 to 20 years of age. Uh, we have students that are, um, that are mature students that are well into their 40s as well. They're taking our program. I mean, we, our students get 80% of graduates get job offers and end up working. Uh, we have 12 months of paid co-ops, so they get an opportunity to explore the careers, businesses, and network uh, with OEMs, dealers, and aftermarket. I've always felt that co-op was, was a great idea because people can get, you know, you know a hands-on experience and then go back um, and, and, and learn more about it afterwards. Would you, would you, Dave Tate, would you be hiring somebody like that? Would come out of Absolutely, 100%. It's, and like you're saying, it is difficult to find people nowadays that, uh, yeah. that have the skill set and the training. And not just with the sales and, and the management side, but even the mechanical sides. I know that the, um, what is it, Seneca College is doing courses for mechanics, because we need them so badly. Yeah, people yeah, people absolutely. seem to think in uh, in blue collar or in automotive, they're not yeah. going to make any money. And it, it's interesting, like you say, there's not a day that goes by that you there's no yeah. work, and it's not like it's cheap labor. Like guys are making good money. I know a lot of guys in automotive that are making you know hundred plus. Jason, uh, any uh, any comment on on what somebody could earn when they get out of that, the courses? Oh, uh, the the earning potential is uh, is really up to the the. the direct individual uh you we have positions starting in the uh the entry level but all the way up and just as dave said uh, like over a hundred thousand dollars a year as uh it's quite yeah. easy david's and, david's looking for a presidential job i think at this point yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if i'm gonna get a job might as well go right to the top eh yeah well Absolutely. you know it's a nice concept too you go to you go to school 
get a degree and you get a job right away. Yes. You know, you can go get your engineering degree at U of T. It's a great school, but there are a lot of guys and women who are graduating who can't get jobs. So they work at McDonald's after. Yeah. Well, you know, it's absolutely true. Afterwards. Yeah. Well, when I was in school at Ryerson, we finished engineering. Most of those guys ended up in sales because there were no jobs in engineering. Everything was outsourced. So the reality is here's a, here's a career that you actually can be in that career. Any idea what a course would cost us? Uh, I don't, but you can go on to uh, absc.ca and uh, take a look at all of our programs that we have there. Okay, absc.ca, that's your website. In Eastern Manufacturing supporting this are GM, obviously, Honda, Hyundai, Inf- Infinity, Lexus. Uh, they're all, all out manufacturers, there. All manufacturers are supporting us. We work with over 150-plus uh, co-op employers per semester in all different aspects, retail, corporate, aftermarket. Uh, even the auctions and the fleet companies are all working with us. Amazing that's stuff. across Canada. Uh, give us the website before we throw you out. Uh, absc.ca. There you go. Jason, have a good day. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. That's the Automotive Business School. Easy to find. You can just Google it, get some more information, get your headspace into the car business because it's a great, great, great career. That's right. And there are just so many different opportunities. You know, he's talking from used cars to, to people in the service industry, into right into manufacturing. So you could go for the president's job if you wanted it. I could. You just need to get the diploma beforehand. I just need to talk to the wife. <laughs> oh, The wife! Did it again. Okay, so the wife comments are down by two. This is Dave's Corner Garage. we still got a few more minutes to talk to David Tate from ElegantMotoring.ca. Yep. And any questions you may have before that snow arrives here on Monday, apparently. I need protection! I need protection! Dave's Corner Garage We'll be right back. Well, just, we just ended the uh, in between the commercial break there. We were talking about uh, questions from Facebook. So, Dave, you want to relay that one? Yeah. The question was, is there a better time of year for us to install uh, this type of uh, protection? Best time of the year is the time that you get your car. Was oh, that right? Yeah. As soon as you get your car, is that's the best time to protect it. And if it. there's like snow on the road or rain, uh, if you clean all that stuff off first. Uh, absolutely. We do a full decontamination before we actually apply anything. Um, so a car comes in and you wash and clean it and buy polish and everything, and then this stuff goes on. So this is a two-day process. The real uh, depending on the service, it can range anywhere from half a day uh, up yeah. to three, four days, depending on what the customer wants. And you give them a car. Uh, we actually suggest a rental. We have a partnership with a rental company. Yeah. Um, to uh, to basically uh, ha- make sure they have wheels or transport while they're going. And the other question I always had is, I've, I've got this paint protection on my car now. Is uh, when it's trade-in time, do, do people honor the fact that you've you've got that? Is it worth more money? Two things happen. A lot of people do see an intrinsic value in the in yes. the protection. Um, but right off the bat, you'll get more money because you've maintained the cosmetics of the vehicle, so it, looks it, it just looks better. Yeah. Now, people listening perhaps don't have a new car. Maybe it's a year old already, mm-hmm. and they're concerned. Can you put the protection on if you maybe have some damage already? Absolutely. We'll actually fix that damage. So um, if a car comes in and it's got a few sewn chips on it, mm-hmm. no problem. Don't touch them up yourself because right. a lot of times it'll take more work to correct that. Okay. Um, we actually use a, a fill-in or a self-leveling um, paint solution. Um, so once we put the film over top, basically any stone chips that you had there after we touched them up, mm-hmm. we'll disappear. Oh, great. Yeah. So you can't even see them. Yeah. That's great. So again, if, if you've got a, you know, maybe you've got a collector car and it's a couple of years old, like your Ferrari, for example, and you've got some I stone chips. It. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It doesn't necessarily have to be a brand new car. So there you go. You know, and after the summertime too, going back and forth to the cottage, you've got chips on the front of your car. My dad used to have this little paint container and yeah, he used, yeah, to, yeah. used to touch it up. 
my dad's Biscayne looked like it had acne. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He was exactly. happy with it. That's why Dave was saying, don't do it yourself. Do that. Let <laughs> us do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You make it look worse sometimes. Well, that not just makes it look worse. It's, it's, uh, if it's self-healing, you don't have to do nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, once we put the film on it, you get light scratches and stuff. They just melt just right, right away. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, and if you have a dark car, colored car, like a black or a blue, and you go through the car washes, the brush scrolls around it. All the markings are like drive you crazy. So even when you have a uh, the protection on, even the ultimate protection where you're spending, you know, thousands of dollars, we still do not suggest going through a soft cloth car wash. Really? That is the devil child of the industry. <laughs> now, okay, say for example we have a, we have a, an accident. Mm-hmm. Now do we have to do the the entire side of the car or do we just blow it in or No, or? just the areas where they painted. You, you basically the insurance if you tell them in advance will provide you the invoice and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, reprint it for you if you've lost it or whatever. Uh, give it to the insurance company, they'll give us a call. We'll basically polish it down when the car comes to us and reapply the, the uh, film or yeah. uh, coating. But because yeah. there's always problems when you have a, a mismatch in the color, like the metal flake won't actually be laying down properly. As a, so how far do you go? I guess still it disappears. So that we can't uh, correct if they've painted it wrong. All we're yeah. there to do is, pro- is protect the paint. Right? See, I can see um, the problem but, there. Yeah. But a lot of times we can prevent the original paint from getting damaged in the first place. People don't realize that it's actually sometimes it's it's three or four coats of paint to get that pearlescent. Exactly. Yeah, right? So yeah. you got the base coat, then you got a clear we, coat, and then you got the... We had one customer come in with the new um, with a new Acura. It was a limited edition. It was called a PMC model or something like that, uh, TSX, and it was 21 layers of or paint. 21 steps to paint. It was painted in the same uh, uh, factory as the NSX. Can you imagine? So yeah, you're you're, and it's your fault because you're the last guy to touch, <laughs> to touch it. it. It was actually a, a spectacular color. Everybody was making comments about it. When I it love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, David Tate, thanks for coming down. We do appreciate it. Uh, how do we get in touch with you? Elegantmotoring.ca. Reach out anytime. He's on the Queensway, so if you have to go across the street, you Wave. can buy. Uh, yeah. Rave at one twenty. <laughs> yeah, the trucks go in for the food terminal. That's He's, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> As I was saying, they're going to the food terminal. Okay. I'm not going to be in next week. Uh, taking my annual uh, week off. Where are you going? Florida. Driving well, down with the Ferrari? No, 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 no. <laughs> taking a 747. Anyways, we're going to be down there. I have an old Mustang down there. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we, we're driving. I think you should invite David down there and he can do some yeah, tinting on it. It's your... a chick magnet, that car. Uh, yeah. You just can't get the walkers in the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great weekend. Uh, I hope everything's healthy and happy in your home. Thank you again, David. My pleasure. David Tate. Uh, thank you, Dave, Jason Dale. And, of course, Dave McLean, Alan, and Donut, the guy behind the counter. Goodbye. Goodbye, Alan. Because if we're together, just sing a song and bring the sunny weather. Happy This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740.